boy. Is what it is, but it's life, isn't it? It's life. Yeah, it's roll with the punches, as they say. Fully booked. In the studs, in the studs, in the studs. With re- with um French, Poker, myself, Mace. Big Ray, Big Ray Ray, Big Ray and his nephew, Big Ray Ray, 63 blood clique percent, how you mean? And about six or seven cans of ginger beer. We're waved, we're getting on it. Uh, It's a nice evening, nice settings. And you're in season three, season four. You're in season four, and we're reviewing the book, The Silent Art of Not Giving a F. Boop, CK. You could just say by it, Mark bro. Monson. It's like, I'm not gonna fuck. He swears throughout the book anyway, so <laughs> let's just, just say it. let's just get it out there. No, no, yeah, let's just blase with it. So like, I'm not giving a fuck. Um, yeah, with no further ado, one of the man them in the students. Um, chapter one, don't try. Okay. Uh, did you guys read the bit? And well, I'll I'll give you an excerpt and then we'll go from there. But I did find it quite interesting. The genius in the Bukowski's work was not in overcoming unbelievable odds or developing himself into a shining literary light. It was the opposite. It was his simple ability to be completely and functionally honest with himself, especially the worst parts of himself, and to share his feelings without hesitation or doubt, which is on page three. Um, jumping into it quickly, can you accidentally own your truth or is it always intentional? So can you repeat that again? I'm just gonna. Can you accidentally own your truth, or is it always intentional? So in the in the case of the genius of Bukowski, do you recall the story? Where you first yeah, do, yeah. Can you yeah. give me a little bit of backdrop? Sorry. So this guy. Oh, hold on. Right. Sorry, guy. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a guy that wanted to be something. What do you want to be? He wanted to be a writer, basically. I don't know. And he was I a know. drunk. Uh, yeah. But he was a drunk, and he, yeah. he never gave a shit. But no, basically, he didn't get an opportunity. Yeah, the publishers ignored him. Blah blah blah. Drove him to drink. I don't know if he drove him to drugs. Drove him to drink for years, and he ended up being. Was it in the post office or something? Something to the post. I don't even know. He may have worked in the post office. Post office. Yeah. Anyway, for no, no one was given an opportunity, mm. and I think that someone just. Yeah, someone come across a gave, sh- took a liking to him and yeah. gave him a chance, and basically, he done quite well. He sold quite a lot of books, yeah. but he was still on this kind of fuckery thing. He was where amazing. he didn't literally give a fuck, and he was going to like the award ceremonies, still drunk, yeah. cussing people out, and do you know what I mean. But he was he basically got what he wanted in terms of he wanted to be a well known writer, yeah. and get paid lots of money for it, which he did. But yeah. there was no kind of intentional drive to yeah, do yeah, it. It yeah, was yeah, more yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's almost happened by accident. So yeah, I got you, I got that's, you. That's hence the question. Right, with all that being said, repeat your question, I'll drop, the penny will drop with me now. Can you, you accidentally own your truth or is it always intentional? Can you accidentally, well, this story proves you can accidentally own it. Yeah. But, what, so I'm going to relate this to some sports stars. I've, but if you tell, if you ask man like, if you ask Anthony Joshua, if you ask, like these are legends in my well Anthony's still going but he will be a legend in my book mm-hmm. Ask man like Linford Christie when I was growing up I like I like was in awe of Linford Christie mm-hmm. yeah if you ask like these football like even like going back old school now Dwight York and Daley Atkinson and Dean Saunders and these footballers there if you ask like the real Andy 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 Cobb if you ask the old school Ronaldo all these guys yeah, you're telling me that 
they intentionally didn't want to be a success and be the best of what they could be. There's no way. They didn't accidentally fall into that. There's, there's years of effort and training that's gone into that. Of course. That. The of, don't get it wrong. Don't get me twisted. They might have been 13 and knocking about with some friends or running up and down on Acton High Street. So we're giving our where we are now, West London. But anyway, mm. and then someone's randomly spotted them and that's an accidental thing. Mm. And then they've brought them in and they've said, you could be good at this. And then they focused. Yeah. But, after that, the drive comes from within. Yeah, Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's intentional. Yeah. So with that being said, Mr. Bukowski, he intentionally wanted to be a writer at the beginning. Yeah. He accidentally fell into the, fell into um, becoming a, a world-renowned writer for selling cop- millions of copies, but he intentionally wanted to be that, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. So I don't know if you can accidentally... I think you can accidentally fall into, into a career and maybe accidentally fall into... You can fall into a career at work. I think it, when you're talking about the elite five or ten percent, I don't think there's an accident in that. Yeah, maybe you get introduced or someone notices your potential, mm. but after that, it's everything's intentional. If you want to be the one of the top in your in your field, so to speak. So, would you agree in the obviously still early doors? We got still got to yeah, go yeah, through yeah. the book, but yeah. at this moment in time, um, just off the back of that story, would yeah. you say and asking that question? Would you say? don't try is a good method of going about things no because I know that I'm, this book's good because it, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it raises yeah, a lot of debate thoughts, yeah, yeah it, it challenges your thoughts it's a really good and, book and yeah I disagree with that about this don't try thing I'm sorry it, de- it depends no it, de- it depends what it is but I and I understand where he's coming from because he Mark Manson doesn't want you to overwhelm yourself with the feeling that you have to be this or do this yeah. to fulfil what is meant to be life yeah. And otherwise it will swallow you up and you end up in the dark pits of, you know, alcoholism and all the rest yeah, of drug yeah, abuse. So I get it. But no, I do not agree with don't try. I'm sorry. And, and, and yeah, P, sorry. I'm honest, I don't, there's, there's not too much I can say. I think you you answered that question quite well. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can accident. Sorry, just repeat the question one more time so I can... Can you accidentally own your truth or is it always intentional? I think your truth may dawn on you. Mm. And that might come across as an accident, but I mean... That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it might dawn on you, but apart from that, yeah. I don't believe so. And, it, and when I mean dawn on you, it might be your... You may potentially... I, mean, I don't want to say living a lie, but maybe potentially actually living a lie. There's a few people in the book who are living a lie. Yeah. And right then, one day it dawns on you as to actually, you know what, this is who I am, and unfortunately I need to do this or that and the third in order to turn my life around. But yeah. mm-hmm. no, I don't think you can accidentally earn your truth. I think, I think you nailed on her, Mason, in regards to... Um, as to being in the top five, ten percent, I don't think you can accidentally fall into that. No, not at all. Not at all. There's only so much talent um, that you can have, but then that has to be nurtured, and that's via effort. That's via you concentrating and focusing. Yes, accidentally you might be discovered or your talent might be noticed, but after that, there's no accident, in my opinion. Sorry, and obviously that's a question you put together, right? Yeah. So cool. So like, nah. I mean, I think he was just sloppy. <laughs> Let's be honest. He was sloppy, and he had, and he no, and he has personality. All right, he has he has personality, and I mm. think that personality warmed that personality. Like someone warmed to his personality, and yeah. someone said, "You know what? I'm taking a chance on this geezer." Yeah. All right, and then from there he became successful. But I mean, he might have had some of the traits. Maybe he might have. He had some of the traits to be successful. I mean, I'm not even funny. I mean, the thing about basketball, um, he had he had some form of talent. He and had, he did, of course. He obviously, had talent for him to do it. So, and he was a writer. It wasn't like he just suddenly started writing it so for me my answer would be it is always intentional okay cool like i do think it's intentional even even as subtle as it may be in, in this turn of bukowski how he's kind of gone up 
obviously he hasn't intentionally gone about it mm. in the conventional way, mm-hmm. but he's got to his goal. So you're saying yeah. French is trying to throw trick questions at the man then to start off the new season? Yeah? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. You've got to watch French now, yeah? <laughs> Gang business. All right, <laughs> so moving slightly down on page three, uh, he does make a point which I do I did find, and I think you mentioned it before, it's, he does have compelling arguments with within the book as he goes mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But he does mention self-improvement and success often occur together, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're the same thing. Then another part, ironically, this fixation on the positive, on what's better, what's superior, only serves to remind us over and over again what we are not and what we lack of what we should have been but failed to be. Can being fixated on positivity be a detriment? Yeah, Yeah, it comes across as fake sometimes. Fixating on positivity? Come on, bro, like... Do you know what, yeah? Because I don't want to give too much away because there's so much in the book (laughs) and that, like... But just to give a small segment, almost away, because it kind of touches it again throughout, throughout the like, throughout yeah, the book. Yeah. All right, I love yeah, I love someone being around me, being positive, being having a can-do approach. Kind of like, nah, do you know what? Don't let that knock you. Don't let it knock your confidence. Get up. We move on. Mm. Blah blah blah. But my man touched upon it himself later on, without giving too much away. I mean, we'll shit happens shit yeah. happens bro yeah. and yeah. you know what you're allowed to feel like shit sometimes yeah. but it's how you deal with feeling like that shit Don't, do you know what I'm saying when I read that bit I started smiling because yeah. it, it just so happened that um, I broke up on the weekend in a relationship <laughs> you don't mess up your face no, 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 no. <laughs> but basically I yeah. ended up ended a certain relationship so I was reading the book and as I read that it actually made me smile as I was reading I was like that's real shit though do you know what I'm saying mm. like I do feel way about it so I, obviously I'm always trying to be positive and have a positive mindset about whatever I'm doing in life mm-hmm. but there are moments it's like yeah I, just, I do feel that shit sometimes and I just accept it for what it is yeah. you know what I mean and do you know what's mad as well um, French yeah I think we've grown up in similar households where it's like I, well I know I was the way I was kind of raised was you just kind of get on with it, like you don't cry and stuff hit you, that kind of thing. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like almost like protect, like hide your emotions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like my Mark saying, right, if you want to cry, fucking cry, with me, but yeah, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's funny because yeah, yeah, I was gonna get into that later. So I was actually gonna get into that. Um, I just, I mean, I mean, I think there's nothing wrong with having a positive, positive outlook, and I think it's really important to. I mean, I know in the book The Secret, which is a completely different book, mm. it kind of focuses on actually you need to be positive in order to. Plug in order to no, I, no, I was gonna, bro. I've got oh, you were touching that. I was okay, gonna, cool. bro. It was dope, go yeah, on, no, man. no. I remember, yeah, I'm so like, I don't say I changed my life, but it certainly changed my way of thinking in terms of actually, you need to be positive. So, yeah. um, I forget where I was going, but now I think it's important to be positive, yeah. But like, stuff like negative experience that's money in the bank, yeah. It's all money in the bank. I think if you don't, if you don't, um, in terms of you learn from the negative, yeah, of course, you've got to yeah. learn from it. I yeah, mean, yeah. I know one, I mean, I know these sayings obviously are, are thrown about sometimes, but for me, there's no winning and losing, there's winning and then there's learning, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's I like that, yeah. people. What are you mean? You know, the man with the wisdom, I would like, I like to say I made that up, but I did, yeah. <laughs> right? Do you know what? And mad thing, like, I think I've said this to you boys before, maybe on or off, I can't remember. But, but and I've said it to a few people that I'm around as well younger than me actually about like relationships and it's in relation to relationships and I've said like when I was younger I was in a relationship and it ended like and I was quite devastated with the fact that it ended mm. but looking back now I'm so glad I had that experience when I was so much younger yeah. because yeah. now I realise I could deal with that again and how I deal with it because 
dealing with trying to deal with something if I was in that length of a relationship now and trying to deal with that because now we're looking at relationships like um, build a home together children marriage whatever yeah. and if the relationship that I'm in now for that length of time and that kind of intensity broke down if, if it was the first time this was happening to me yeah, yeah, I would deal with it a lot worse I don't know if I could recover does that make sense yeah, yeah, be whereas, whereas that, because I've had that before back. and I know I can yeah. get it over it yeah. that doesn't it doesn't scare me if that makes sense because yeah, you've got no breaking down like you've got like a navigation as to how you can yeah. Yeah. and the fact that I've got over it before yeah. I can do it again once yeah. you know it's sometimes I don't know if you guys have experienced this but when you've seen someone do something you always think well I know it's doable now does that make almost almost make sense Yeah, it's like that Anything else you want no, to No, add? no, no, no. I think it's all about know-how. Really. Well, you better go easy on the rumpy. No, that's my... I'll start my... playing that ambush dub for you. I can't drive in a steak. <laughs> I don't want to crush this rent. Well, we still got another <laughs> bottle to kick. You mean? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, this will be my last thing. The key to a good life is not giving a fuck about more. It's, a give, it's giving a fuck about less. Giving a fuck about only what is true and immediate and important. That's page five. The feedback loop from hell. Or let's have... So... I don't know if you guys want to explain the feedback mm-hmm. from hell or do we'll just go for it in terms and ask questions and get mm-hmm. a bit more insightful with it. On page six, he mentions, let's say, or let's say have an anger problem. You get pissed at the most stupidest, most inane stuff and you have no idea, idea why. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you get pissed off so easily starts to piss you off even more. Mm-hmm. Um, Relatable? Any examples? No, obviously, I'm, I took one little note on this and I said, I don't suffer from this at all. Like What? What, in terms of just... Well, what? I'm not going to lie. When I thought of this question, I thought of you. Oh, you you got me twisted from someone else. <laughs> no, so repeat bro. that one more time, because I wrote here, look. I don't have this issue. I wrote no, right here. Mace, am I lying? No, Mace, listen, right, listen. You, listen got, a, you, got, you got a dignified with an example on P. That's the only reason how you can break it down and say, do you know what? Okay, fine. You've got to back up. If you're saying you thought of P, that just must be even, Okay, so... I know he's going to say, go on, Karen, but I think Just a minute ago when we was driving. No, but say, oh, repeat the question. You get you get pissed off at the most stupid, inane stuff and you have no idea why and the fact that you get pissed off so easily starts to piss you off even more. Is that relatable? No, oh, so, no, no. no so can I, no, I'm going break it down. Driving, on. The first part is correct. Yeah. And the second part of the question was, I don't know why I'm pissed off. Yeah. Or I work, nah, that isn't, I know why I'm annoyed. <laughs> that, no, I know why I'm annoyed. I, I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I find myself in a situation where I'm angry at something and then I don't know understand why I'm angry and then it, it loops around and loops around and I work myself into a frenzy. I can't. I mean, I'm happy for people to say that is me, but I mean, I don't think that is me. But I know that I knew he was going to um, reference when we're coming over. <laughs> but things I explained why I was angry, didn't I? Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, I explained why I was angry. Was fair enough. Said that I've had a hard day and I'm talking quite fast, um, speaking a lot. <laughs> Which means that I've I've got a lot on my mind. So, well, yeah, but that's explained. So that's not relatable at all. No, um, no, so, I don't think it's relatable to myself. But I understand like the premise and like what I was mentioned. What about you, Mace? I don't think that's a fun problem either. I think it's a juvenile thing, but that's a, a real immature trait. So you never just got angry like. No, do you like, know what? Because I can it, definitely it, relate. It didn't just relate, relate to, to, to angriness; related to anxiousness. Okay. And I think like. I know, because I'm I'm still a bit funny with public speaking or speaking, giving a presentation in front of people, yeah. and I start getting anxious, and I'm like, I know this is gonna happen, and it hap- and it's happening again, and I know it's gonna happen. Why does it keep happening? I get more anxious thinking about. It. Does mm. that make sense? Mm. That happens to me a lot, and I'm just like, it's Look, the same thing. It's the yeah, same, exact same thing. I know, and I'm just like, why can't? In my head, I'm like, you know, you're gonna get anxious, or you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get nervous. Yeah. 
What, what is it that I can't control my nerves when I know it's going to be alright because it always is? Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So, that does happen to me. That And that is annoying. No, I've experienced it. and I could just not even say wake up on the bad side of the bed, but I don't really think like that. But they could, I could just be doing something or just the days going by and I'll just have like a almost a, a dark cloud over me. <laughs> I'll just have a dark cloud over me and I'm just upset for some reason. I don't know why I'm just upset. <laughs> and because I don't know why I'm upset, it'll get me more upset or more pissed off or just like, what's, what's, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm genuinely pissed off now. I'm actually pissed off, but I don't know why I'm pissed off and that's pissing me off. I've, I've actually experienced I don't that. believe that with yourself. The reason why I say that is because I was going to say this to you the other day. Mm. Um, obviously, we spoke about one or two bits and pieces off camera and I think over the past three weeks-ish, yeah. I think you've had a lot on your mind and you haven't navigated your way through them all. Yeah. To which we've had conversations and stuff like that. To which you may have had dark clouds within that past three weeks. I'm not even talking about then. I'm no, but about I'm just giving, exa- yeah, I'm giving yeah, a little examples. Yeah. Um, and because um, I was going to ring you and speak about this actually where oh, you were saying, no, you, I can't remember what specifically what you were saying but I'm just giving yeah, yeah. an example yeah, yeah. where oh, you've had a bad day, blah, blah. But truth be told, you hadn't quite maybe told us about the issues that you were going on yeah, and you were yeah. working them out in your head yeah, moment I'm saying, I'm saying that. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. you've actually vocalised them yeah. and sometimes within just say you've been upset for a, not a week but for a long period of time yeah. then you might have bouts where you're just frustrated like oh so today when I've when I've basically bucked you mm. I'm, I'm honest it was unexpected I didn't expect to be yeah. ragey or not ragey but yeah, in that yeah, type yeah. of mood yeah. but it was a case of actually for the past four five days I've had to be on it, on it, on it, on it, on it, and I haven't had that moment to myself. Mm. Whereas the first person I've had interaction with, bang, it's been a case of, what, conversation and I'm venting. Someone's driving past me, someone's taking too long. It's like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. But, well, yeah. No, I'm not talking about of recently, but I've definitely, I can definitely relate to it. How long ago? It's been, it's been, within, it's actually happened within the last year, I'd say. I'm quite surprised. It's definitely happened within the last year. But it doesn't happen often to a point where I think it's a problem. Okay, cool. But I can relate to it in that regard. Um, by not giving a fuck that you feel bad, you short-circuit the feedback loop from hell. You say to yourself, I feel like shit, but who gives a fuck? And then, as if sprinkled by magic, by a magic fuck given fairy dust, you stop hating yourself or feeling so bad. And this is the point that I was thinking about... Um, like this book kind of reminds me of like the Antichrist of the Secret because it confirms what it says in the secret in reference to having in having the luxury of being able to have thoughts and about our, our thoughts and to as above feeling that shit but flipping it on his head so it's almost like it's almost like the non-PC way of saying what the secret says you know what I it mean? is what I felt sorry go on because it's, it's saying whatever the secret's saying in terms of okay so if you're having a negative thought more negative thoughts are going to come yeah but if you think of positive thoughts and you lean into those positive thoughts then positive things will happen so it's not it's not literally saying I'll be your positive people positive but he's saying look don't give a shit about it and crack on do you know what I mean I felt what this book brought is brought it brought a lot of balance yeah like a lot of balance and I thought yeah. it was really really good because I mean the one thing which I didn't agree with to begin with it was saying I think positive things come out of problems or something along those lines. I forget what the exact phrase was. And at first I didn't really believe it. But then I, as I read obviously a bit more through the book, yeah. then I began to understand it kind of thing because it's like um, working hard in order to achieve a goal. Obviously yeah. you have loads of different problems obviously within trying to achieve that goal and then yeah. bang, you finally achieve that goal 
and obviously a good thing has come from that problem so I learned to understand it but again obviously with life it throws so many different type of stuff at you um, so many different things at you that um, you are going to encounter problems I don't think things can be rosy rosy but I think it will be helped if you have a positive mind frame but negative things will happen yeah of course uh, we joke online about first world problems but we really have become victims of our own success stress related health issues anxiety disorders and cases of depression have skyrocketed over the past 30 years despite the fact that everyone has a flat screen TV and can have their groceries delivered that's on page 8 are we soft as a generation and if so what can we do about it mm, I, I, I've got a couple of viewpoints one I don't I, I think it's you can argue that it's not saying we're soft it's exposure it's awareness of what's going on around us you click into your instagram profile you're going to see someone with in an amazing pool on some rooftop in the middle of mexico with these mountains raging you can be like oh i've just been to work and come home to my council flat or whatever mm. and then the other thing is and i've said this before maybe our the generation before us and the generation before that they were tougher than us but, but they were more hard-headed but that could also be linked to the lack of awareness or I've got a job to do, let me just get my children raised, that's my job done. I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard one. So repeat the question again. Are we soft as a generation? And if so, what can we do about it? Um, I think we're definitely soft as a generation. I know it goes into... Why do you say that? That's a sweeping statement. Um, yeah, again, obviously... Sorry, I was saying... Um, yeah, no, I think we're definitely soft of a generation. I think it goes it's in... It's a sweeper statement. I love to speak them, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've just finished the sentence, finished the sentence and then just... Do you know if you don't have to... <laughs> Sips his drink. Anyway, so yeah, I believe we That's are... That's none of my business. Yeah, so I think we are soft of a generation. I think the reasons, the reasons being, I think um, each generation has, I think, made it, made it... In fact, each generation has been afforded the luxury to make it easier for the following generation to obviously kind of like um, make that path easier for them in terms of growing up or avoiding this problem or that problem. To the point, I think a lot of people have got entitlement. I mean, I know Mason's obviously mentioned Instagram and social media and stuff like that. I think those those things don't help, but we spoke about the secret in terms of um, positivity um, and also spoke about negativity and stuff like that. I think yeah. a lot of these things don't mirror what life is about yeah that's true. I think these are the best things these are your front foot forward and I think yeah. in doing so it can provide um, emotions or thoughts of I don't say jealousy as such because I don't I'm not talking about myself but I mean jealousy may be an it's emotion, jealousy as such I think it's what am I doing with my life that kind of thought yeah it kind of throws out that mirror yeah, and it, yeah, 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 yeah it, it can make you soft yeah I think we've been afforded luxuries in um, our generation being given a, a path an easier path than previous generations I think with some of the stuff which we're afforded nowadays, yeah, I think we, I think we are def we're definitely soft. But you know what? I'm sure around this page, I might be mistaken, French. The mention is about like, oh, we've also got things where textbooks are taken out of circulation in schools because of because of students don't like it. Yeah, yeah so I've experienced that, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget you. So you might mention it. Yeah, you both used to work in schools. So you worked in the education system. I know. I've when working in this particular school was like a behaviour school like whatever ED, EBD it was emotional behaviour disorder school yeah yeah yeah. one of those schools but basically I was working I was, I was covering a teacher so I was being the teacher for the lesson and um, I must have been reading out something to a well reading out to the class and having like a, a debate with, with the, some of the students and I've said something to the student or said something to the class or one particular student that was, was going back to back in front of the whole class but it wasn't nothing um, 
it wasn't a heated it was just we're just going back and forth mm. and another kid that I wasn't even talking to didn't like what I said so he's told his mum and the mum's made a complaint and I got a warning for how old are these kids? these kids are about 14, 15 14, 15 and bro like it's them ages that like, I even had another a female student and because one of her things on her profile was she gets fixated on people either she really likes them or she really doesn't like that doesn't like them and I was one of those people that she really didn't like for whatever yeah. reason no particular reason of my own or wrongdoing but she just took it that she didn't like me so <laughs> it got to a problem where I had to leave the classroom and work in another class just because do you know what I mean it's like the entitlement they can just say this and everything gets changed on their behalf mm-hmm. and yeah as I said I got a, I got a warning for saying something I wasn't even speaking directly to this particular student but whatever I said he didn't like it mm-hmm. or the way I said it and I've got a warning for it I'd left the school I'd already, I was already leaving the school anyway mm-hmm. but it was just like when, when the, guy, the teacher told me he was he was pissed that he even had to tell me he was just like I have to tell you this but this is what the situation is. And I was like, cool, wasn't it? He's like, don't say cool, because it's not cool. Because yes. <laughs> he was pissed, he was pissed, but he had to tell me. But um, yeah, that's, that's 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 where we are though, man. I had a conversation with someone probably two, three weeks ago, um, a passenger where um, she was a teacher. Mm. And I forget where she taught, whether it was in a secondary school, primary school or a university. But I think it was a university, like a, a very good university. I'm talking about like, I don't say private, but something along those lines. Yeah. And... Um, somewhere along the line we start talking about entitlement mm. and some of the things that she mentioned in particular with this generation where she feels a bit dumbfound was where kids don't necessarily have to work hard for something maybe kids don't have to work hard for something but I'll, I'll, go to, I'll come to the conclusion and we'll work back mm. where she's been in situations where a kid has probably not worked hard for their grade or has not got a good grade they've gone home and gone home and told mum or dad mum yeah. or dad has come in and she's been forced to change that grade yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's, that's sorry yeah. This is normal. Yeah, sorry. normal, bro. Normal. The teacher's been forced to change the grade. Yes. Even though yeah, she's yes. Mar- the teacher is marking by yes. a criteria and they yes. haven't met that criteria yes. to this get is, a this, this was higher education. This is not no primary. No, this, this, is, this is higher this, education. That's ridiculous. Higher education. That's bro, ridiculous. That's, that's I forget what it was. Like, make, bro, one complaint, the teacher, they, they can't do nothing. I remember I, I this is, and this is again going back to the same school that I was in and that, um, the same teacher that he was, he was basically the teacher that told me that I got a warning for that that incident was the deputy head. So basically, the class that I had was a bit of a problem class, and I took to taking notes down, like writing notes, literally just write down everything that's going on. So when this particular student got in trouble, I had all the notes basically by minute, by minute, by minute, what he's doing, what he's not doing, whatever, whatnot. And they've they've asked me to attend the meeting, and Obviously, this particular parent normally bads them up in it. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, probably because she she was a black woman as well. The student was a black youth. Obviously, they've, they're they're doing, having their dialogue, and I'm basically on the site. I'm I'm on the turf, so to speak. So they said, "Oh, so like, what's what's been going on?" And I said, "All right, cool. Well, this is what it is. At nine fifty, blah blah blah, he done this, 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 and this. At ten past ten, he done this, this, and this, and this." And they didn't have a leg to stand on, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really a case of she can now make a big deal and get things changed around. Whereas before, she would have hotted him up and mm-hmm. he would have got the best of it. But because I was in that situation, I was able to be like, okay, well, this is the case. 
he was doing this and he actually was doing that like it's not really it's for him to kind of fix up the way he's conducting himself mm-hmm. but if that wasn't the situation where I hadn't taken them notes and it would have been his story against theirs and her being a parent would have probably him. yeah. let me say backed him he, 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 whatever she demanded they would have almost had to give in to and that's what happens on a daily basis in schools bro <laughs> like a lot of the time like a lot of the time I'm not going to say every single time because that's, that's again that's a black <laughs> statement but a lot of the time those things happen man I don't I mean you know I hate this winner not the winner gets all so everyone everyone gets a medal everyone gets a medal um I want to call it a concept. Yeah. And I know there's a segment in the book where he goes back and I think he explains, I'm going to say, I'm just going to throw up a, a time period where in the 70s or 60s, I think, um, they brought in a thing where... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they brought in a thing where they felt that... Um, I think, well, I'm going to say your mind frame yeah. was key to, dare I say, being successful as such. Yeah. So they brought things in such as um, everyone, everyone gets a medal and all that type of stuff, to mm. which brings about... I think he said it brought about... I think he was saying we're now in the time period where we're a recipient of what we did back then where yeah. now everyone everyone believes they're entitled to this yeah. that and the third and yeah. I think I think it's terrible man I mean in working in schools sorry yeah just in working in schools just the, the, just the entitlement and the things not the things in kids say but just their behaviour and their manager and stuff like that it just it just throws me off man it yeah. really does yeah no it's true it's, it is a entitlement generation I do think technology has played a big part or social media has played a bigger part in um, making it worse yeah it's funny you say that because I know it mentions in the book that like um, the introduction of let's say the internet and social media but I'm going to say the internet more so Mm. has made it a lot easier to access information but it's probably on the flip side um, brought a lot of like psychological issues to which now we now have to deal with yeah. I mean, to which obviously we, we, we discuss obviously social media and stuff like that where people are now getting access to <clears throat> images to which they're probably pondering as to why can't I have that or I wish my life was like that and so on and so forth and unfortunately I think because of the cycle the um, psycho not psycho the, the dynamic mm. where people are not as confident as they should be mm-hmm. I mean people resorting to things such as I know they spoke about drugs and all that type of stuff in his book but people resorting to things like that and it doesn't have to. It doesn't necessarily have to be all that way, or sorry, is sorry, all the way in that direction in terms of taking drugs, but just being affected by it and not having that thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Quick, quick, no work required. Um, further on down, it does. He does mention because here's the thing. Here's the thing that's wrong with all the how to be happy shit that's been shared eight million times on Facebook in the past few years. Bless you. Here's what nobody realises about all this crap. The desire for more positive experience is itself a negative experience. And paradoxically, the accepting of one's negative experience is itself a positive experience. Do you understand that? Sorry, yeah, 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 the acceptance of one negative experience is itself a positive experience. Paul, you touched on this earlier. Yeah, go on. So, the, the statement is, the desire for more positive experience is itself a negative experience. I understand, I understand that too. And paradoxically... Paradoxically, mm. the acceptance of one negative experience is itself a positive experience. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much yeah so, yeah, and I, I, I just want to see if you understood it. Yeah, because yeah, Poker, you broke it down nicely yeah. earlier. Where 
you can learn from a negative experience and, yeah. t- and turn it into a positive That's going so forward. Whereas if you're always seeking out a positive experience, it's like it's almost like you won't be. You're never happy. You're missing. You're missing. Yeah. You're missing something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're missing something from like there's something in your life that you feel like that it's actually linked back to you feeling like you're missing something from your life. Yeah. That goes on to the story, the story of Buddha, which we're gonna m- mention as well. So before this, is why I say, I always say, yeah, it's good, like strive for more, strive to be better, but just look around you and be, and also take in what you have because there's so many people that don't have what you have. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I think a good excerpt that I was reading another past on on page eleven, where he mentions what's interesting about the backwards law. And that's what that last statement was. It's a back. It's called the Backwards Law by Alan Watts. Um, I've been really watching a few videos on YouTube. It's quite interesting. But, by who? Um, Alan Watts. Alan Alan Watts. Alan Watts, sir. Yeah, speaks a lot about uh, energy and positivity. Things like a lot of the things that get mentioned in the secret. But obviously, he's he's said this backwards law, which makes a lot of sense as well. What's interesting about the backwards law is that it's called backwards for a reason. Not giving a fuck works in reverse. If pursuing the positive is a negative, then the pursuing the mind the, the negative generates the positive. Pain in gym equals better all round health. Failure in business equals better understanding of what's needed to be successful. Being open with your insecurities paradoxically makes you more confident and charismatic around others. The pain of honest confrontation is what generates the greatest trust and respect in your relationships. These moments of non-fuckery are the moments that most define our lives. Can you have a non-fuckery moment? Can you have non-fuckery moments with attachments? Now, there was a reason why I asked that, but I don't know if it's a Ray talking, but I can't remember the reason behind that question. So we can move on with that. But um, I don't know if it's in this chapter where he talks about Buddha. You just mentioned it just a moment ago in terms of the backwards law. Like, sorry, sorry, non fuckery sorry, repeat that one more time. Which bit? Um, the part you were just talking about. These moments of non fuckery are the moments that most define our lives. Yeah, so no, I, I definitely like, so I wrote bits and pieces, quite a lot of wrote over this in regards yeah, to, so um, I don't know where to start really. Um, so, the moments of non fuckery are the moments that define you. Major switch in careers, the spontaneous choice to do something. Um, what's the worst that can happen if you decide to do so? Just weigh it up. I've had so many, of me personally, I've had so many excuses about um, in the past about my job or if I don't do this, this opportunity may not come up again. I've had so many. So when I've gone traveling and stuff like that, um, I've had conversations with people and they've told me, I can never do that because if I do that, my job won't yes. be here. I've heard it so many times. It's, it's, like, so many times. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I understand some of the things they're, they're throwing up. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think in in traveling and in doing it myself, I often, often found, you know what, actually, this is a lot better than being in your job and so on and so forth. But I mean, I know he goes on to, um, in fact, he never said actually where he was living as such, but he does throw up something. Manson. Yeah, but I know he throws up something about moving to South America. So like, in regards to non-fucking moments, um, achieving the extraordinary things, uh, sorry, he, sorry, in doing non-fucking things, I think you can go on to achieve or see extraordinary things. That's why I asked the question. Cool. So okay. let me just finish very quickly and then bang. <laughs> so that's why I, I paused you there for a second because I thought that's what you were going on to. So achieving extraordinary things, I'm selling most of my possessions and moving to South America. Um, I know there's, as I mentioned, I know there's a balance um, because I believe um, you have to manage things um, which involve giving a fuck. Um, but believe you cannot live your best life giving several fucks. To live an extraordinary life, you have to do things differently. 
and extraordinary, sorry, it's very quick on extraordinary. I mean, I think so many people live an ordinary life and sometimes people say the word ex- extraordinary in one word. But when I'm thinking of the word extra- extraordinary, I actually say in two words, extraordinary, as in yeah. going beyond the norm, going beyond the norm. Yeah, bro, yeah. bro, 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 we'll probably come on to this. What Mark Manson is preaching is nothing wrong with living an ordinary life. I know that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the thing is, so what I'm saying is... And he's is, saying that those that strive for this in inverted commas extraordinary life are the ones who actually are like are missing something are feeling like feeling empty and there's something missing I'm not saying you're wrong no no but this is because we're focusing on this book I'm just saying what he's pointing out in this like, a lot of not giving a fuck I'm not going to say necessarily this thing here because what I'm so what I'm saying is people I think the problem with us oh, so we're going to my travelling example for example mm-hmm. right so um, I've gone travelling and then I've had my conversation with people afterwards in regards to these are my experiences so on and so forth yeah. I'm saying is people far too often care about I've got this I've got this responsibility I've got this responsibility and so on and so forth whereas I don't see the bigger picture actually not that you necessarily can come back to that but there's so many different other opportunities out there for you if you actually not necessarily branch off but actually just stop giving so many F's about this that and the third so I hope that makes any sense yeah that makes sense it does I mean, again, going back to the question, I think I don't know what gave me that the click mo- light bulb moment when I asked the question. I said, "Can you have non fuckery moments um, with attachments?" Meaning, can you do those kind of like, "All right, cool, I'm just gonna move away randomly and travel for five weeks" when you've got attachments? So you've got a partner in tow, or you've got maybe a child, or things of that such nature are you are you almost anchored down by these attachments see I'm, so I mentioned this moments ago what is the worst that can happen so it's very quickly I'm gonna maybe maybe you can answer that what's the I'm see I'm, I'm not surprised you don't look like that actually no, or you, no, 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 I look like because of the last two things French said which was a child and a, and a, and a wife or girlfriend oh, I'm not surprised you said that actually a now child I'm, now I'm, no no a wife or a partner alright yeah. so we've been discussing like partners yeah. that not too long ago alright yeah. cool so most of us struggle through our lives <laughs> well, no no them okay cool yeah. uh, no, most, most of us struggle I don't know I okay most of us struggle through our lives by giving too many fucks that's why people remain stagnant years on and wonder what happened and where the time went mm. okay so sorry I was, our conversation was on sorry just momentarily um, the question was um, disappearing or going away for five minutes going away for yeah. five weeks or what have you yeah. and like, would you call, yeah but would you call like is there too many French raised some good examples what's the worst that can happen that no, was my he question he raised some good examples if you've got because obviously you're not tied down with a child with a wife you can do that what he's saying is you've got your man sorry your man you've got your everyday man who's got a wife and a child at home and in his head he's like do you know what? I want to p- pee off for five I want to piss off for five I know someone who has but go on and he's got child in that home. He had, he had a child and he Do you had a not wife. think that that's irresponsible? Do you not think that... For me, I know some, maybe I'm wrong. It's going to sound less manly to me. Like, take care of your ish at home. Really Haven't we spoke about actually um, having to want to take breaks and stuff like before? Just, just I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. And yeah, actually, it being something that your partner should actually be understanding. Yeah, 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 I'm definitely. just throwing it out there. Yeah. We've had this conversation Bro, before. Yeah, yeah, for me, if you've yeah. got a four, eight, nine, ten, eleven-year-old at home, you think, I'm just fucking off for five months. That's selfish. Well, you said five, we, said, we said five weeks. You throwing five months now. You said five, said five weeks. I thought you said five months. You said five yeah. weeks. No, in an example, I said five weeks. Five weeks is too long. If you've got a young, if you've got a child at home, and you've got your woman. Five weeks is too long. What so do you what, think, so To go away, I think at that point, it would be very hard to do that. It'd be very hard. Um, 
I think you can, depending on, again, depend, uh, depending on how strong the relationship is and what your bond is. What if you've got child. a child at home? I think even with a child. Like, if you if you actually need to do this to make yourself That's a better person, mention. if it means you going away, say, when I was, I was listening to a podcast, I can't remember the guy's name, but basically, he went away to live with some monks for um, a period of time. And in that time, he was, he, he needed to have that time for whatever reason to did his family wait for him yeah of course they did they did they, they, they the wife was understanding and that, that she's on the same page that's, that's good yeah, but that's, that's, that's the point yeah, that's she was on that's good. she was on the same page yeah. they was fine she's so secure so mm-hmm. it wasn't a case of they're, they're living pay, paycheck to paycheck so that all of those issues wasn't in in the in the formula so he needed his time to go away get within himself meditate find himself so to speak and he was able to come back and be a better husband and be a better father. So, for me, would I would I do that with a child and a partner at home? If I needed to do it, I thought it was necessary. I wouldn't just go on a random five weeks and just mm-hmm. go have a laugh. In Bali, boy. And just do, do what I'm doing. It would have to have a specific yeah, reason yeah, behind yeah. it. So, right, if so I would do it if necessary. Yeah, all right, definitely. so say, all right, if I'm, for three months, I've been acting a drunkard or alcoholic, and guess what? six weeks away I'm going to clean myself whatever if it had like you're right if I have a specific reason obviously if my wife or my girlfriend and my family want to see the best of me return then I think they'll be all for it mm. I just think say like oh I beef for summer season no, I think that's a different that's different beef for summer season that's different that's totally different well, oh Sharon I'm having six weeks off love yeah you look after you look after the little ones nah, I think that's, I that's, think that's, that's, that's taking the pee yeah yeah obviously yeah obviously <laughs> that's a different kind of that's a different vibe but yeah from the perspective where I was coming from I think that's adequate yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, obviously, we, you spoke about partnering stuff. I mean, you've kind of said it anyway. Um, gone, yeah, you've said it anyway that your partner to be partner will need to be understanding. I mean, I know this doesn't necessarily happen all the time, but I like to believe the person that you're either setting down with and having kids will kind of understanding that. I mean, for me personally, I think traveling has become now I'm a big part of my life to the point where obviously I'm going away in four or five weeks, kind of thing, mm. and. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll definitely bring it up. It's, it's really, really important to me in terms of getting away and. Um, just being in tune with myself. So if that person then became, um, I'll say, not understanding if I wanted a small break, a breakaway from life, yeah. I'd find it difficult for that person to understand. I think that per- I'd, I'd look at that person a bit sideways. Why didn't that person understand? I've mentioned this before. It's not like it's unusual. <laughs> it's not. It's not like it's unusual. If you look back at the pattern of my life, I've gone. I've gone away. Like I've, 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 I've done these things. Not to kind of very rough, actually. Do know? I'm not even going to get into it. No, we can do. I mean, we can do. Just a tad, just like, two minutes. Go on. <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to point out one or two things anyway. Jesus. All right. So, say you're in a relationship. All right. Cool. You're in a three month relationship. <laughs> Easy. Go on. <laughs> so you've been in a relationship for three months and. Easy. <laughs> go on. You then want to go away for whatever it is, three four weeks. It's fine. That's a walking apart. It's fine. I don't even know why it's been raised. Yeah. <laughs> Say again. I don't even know why it's been raised. Yeah, that's no, it's fine. Yeah, you already know. It's, it's fine. Why do you sound so? I don't know. That's a weird one. We've gone from five weeks to two or three weeks. No family, just a three month relationship. You sound nervous, bro. No, no. Yeah, I know. And you know, I was gonna mention something the other day. I was gonna mention something. All right, so like, Go on. what was the rest of that Buddha stuff? <laughs> Mason, you go away quite a lot, alright? You go away quite a lot. Do you believe I mean I'm not gonna go too deep into it actually, alright? 
Um, do you believe you can curb your... I'm going to say activity, not in naughty activity, I'm talking about just activity in terms of going away, um, because now you have a partner. We're generalising here, right? Yeah, we are generalising. Yeah, okay, go on. Um, I think... Yeah, but I think it's on them ones. You can... You can, you can go away still with your mates but obviously you don't have to incorporate chips with your partner if that's what they're into also and I think if I think you'd be drawn to someone who also likes to travel anyway if that's your personality you'd probably be drawn to someone who likes okay, to okay and what have you not because I've had conversations I've had conversations with people where they've said but, oh, mm-hmm. I've had conversations with people where they've said oh, I'm not too sure I can do that now now that I'm in a relationship yeah, I've, you, I've got a good friend like that boy yeah I know so what would you say to people like that I would say that you could still go away, but obviously, but if, if, you're, if you're used to would going you go away by yourself all the time, now you've got someone on board, mm. you'd probably meet someone who, prob- the likelihood is, you're going to be with someone who, you know, you've got similar interests, so they'd probably like going away as well. And but I'm if sure you specifically you could... want to go away by yourself, I don't think in that a relationship, be... do you think that, yeah. it, that, would, that wouldn't arise in a problem? It depends on the on your under, the understanding of the person you're with, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. something, as you've documented, if something you've done in your history and in your past, then they need to understand that sometimes you just want to clear your head for four or five days or you want to go and experience stuff by yourself. Cool, very, very quick. We've had like, cool. Yeah, we've had, um, <laughs> we've had, we've had um, yeah. heated co- conversations off air in regards to my stances. <laughs> I don't think I was involved, but anyway. I think you were. Yeah, as to my stances, I'm raising the tone now, all right? Yeah, as to my stances, what I'm saying is, oh, you almost made me forget my question. What if that person was not on the same page as you? What do you do? Well, if you want to go away by yourself. French, what's your thoughts? Um, if it's important for me, you're going to have to keep it stepping. As in... The relationship, if the relationship yeah. can't withstand withstand the fact that I'm going to want to go by, way by myself mm. and I've been doing it, mm-hmm. then yeah, then it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I agree with French. Ditto. We're all on the same page. Did anyone... Did anyone... Because there's... Before we go on to chapter two... Uh, there is three pointers that he makes about uh, the subtlety, and there's I think there's, he does. There's three I... of them. I, I'm sure P would have noted them down. So very quickly, let me just find him. There. I know the first one. If whilst you're looking for it, the first one is not giving a fuck does not mean being indifferent. If mean, if means being comfortable with it means being comfortable with being different. So uh, do you want to? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, so not giving a fuck mean sorry, not giving a fuck means being indifferent and being comfortable with being indifferent. And with the example he gave with regards to taking on the person who screwed his mum out of a large amount, he used the word indignant, which means annoyance at a level of injustice. People who fight bullies or the establishment not worried about the repercussions because wrong is wrong. There are many, sorry, there are many in that respect. Um, those who make, sorry, those who make sacrifices, whether it's social, financial, or what have you, for the greater good.